and then Emma um, on, that plays on their left corner just mm -hmm. threw and sniped it and whilst we were in the huddle pinged me right on the tip of my toe and I was like the one time I have a ball <laughs> in my hand <laughs> the one time <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be recapping the East Round 2 Women's Division, and uh, helping me do so is Ashley and Jenny. Um, guys, thank you so much for hopping on, being willing to kind of walk me through what took place this past weekend. And uh, without any further ado, let's just go ahead and have some introductions. Ashley, why don't you uh, go ahead and go first? Hi, this is Ashley Guevara. I play for Venom, and I currently reside in New York. Hi, uh, this is Jenny Hodge. I play with Royale for women's and zero for co-ed. And right now I'm in Dayton, Ohio. Awesome. And uh, after recapping, I think this is probably like maybe my 20th one. I should probably start asking where you guys are actually from or where do you guys currently reside? Just because for me, it's all just one big blob. It's like they're from the north or they're from the east. And little did I know <laughs> that there's actually states and cities and it's just, it's kind of... <laughs> Wait, where? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's... It's, it's so it's funny how like how it took me so long to realize this but when I was trying to do like the West uh, recap I was trying to look at like okay can I have one person to kind of represent California one person to kind of represent the Pacific Northwest and one person to kind of represent Arizona and I think it's a good idea and I was like well how about you do that for the rest of the states that exist so this has kind of helped me understand um, or at least put together a better picture for for you know round three's panel and whatnot but um, Ashley when you say New York like New York City or just because that's another thing that yep, I do wrong. New York City. Awesome. And you're originally from... Oh, I also played for um, Aftershock for co-ed. I only mentioned my women's team, so... Oh, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Oops. Yeah, no, actually, no, we messed up. We have to start all over again. We just, we can't get <laughs> back to this. <laughs> no, I was totally like, fine. oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so you've been living in New York for how long, Ashley? Uh, it'll be two years in August. That's it, really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, you I was in LA, LA for two years before that, and then I was in Arizona. That's where it was. Okay. There for like the last year that I was there too, I think. Because now yeah. I've been in Ohio for almost a year now. Awesome. Yeah, and, and for anyone that may or may not know, like Ashley, obviously I've, obviously I've known of you for a while since like Seven Deadly Sins. Since I started. Yeah, so it's 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 been a while, and it's it's just kind of funny, just. I forgot about the whole LA thing. I was just like, oh yeah, she just up and moved east a couple years ago. And this is when I was talking about like my bad memory. But then I remember you from Sin, um, Seven Deadly Sins. So it, it kind of has a, a trade-off. I do remember some things every now and then. But um, <laughs> well, thanks for, as I said, like thanks for being willing to hop on and Ashley. And I, I think we'll start with you and, and just kind of, I kind of want to know just like what was like the biggest difference um, between round one and round two? Um, what were your like your thoughts now that it's it's over and done with? Uh, for round one, we had kind of a crappy court. It was really crappy. Um, so it was kind of nice to be on a gym floor again so that we could, like all the women can play more comfortably. Um, difference team-wise and player-wise, um, we did have one less team. Um, so we, were, we had six teams instead of seven like we had in round one. Um, so round one, Robin went a little bit quicker. Um, 
But the level of play I noticed all around seemed to be getting a lot better. There, a lot of matches were a lot closer. Um, there are players on different teams that you could see significantly improved from round one. And it was very, like, it was really good to see, actually, because um, it just made the competition that much better. Nice. So just like a buildup or just like continuing from what was established during round one plus a better venue, more or less? Right. Awesome. And then um, you said there's only six teams this time versus seven. Which, uh, was there like a, was there a specific team that didn't show up or like, was it stealth mode? I think we were talking about earlier before we started recording. No, Devil's Advocate, Devil's Advocate. was uh, the, the team that wasn't there this round. Do uh, either of you guys know what happened to them or were they just like a fly by night team or? So they kind I don't... of, it's Yang Ku's team. Um, so I know she kind of puts together kind of a free agent team and they were going because um, one of my friends that's also from Dayton, Ohio was going to play with her and she got a message on Thursday that was just like, oh yeah, two of our people have just dropped out um, and we only have two confirmed. So it looks like we're not coming anymore. So it just um, fell apart at the last second. Gotcha. Yeah, because I was going to say, I didn't see any members from their team, so I didn't know if it was just a one-person-couldn't-go thing or what happened. Yeah, I think it was that um, one person, like a couple of people couldn't go, and then people were like, well, fine, I'm just not going to come day one then. And then, um, so like I think Nicole Napoli played with them uh, last round, and she ended up just coming the second day to play co-ed with Team Olsen. I see. But, kind of sad that the team didn't get to come out that's yeah a, that's a bummer and usually like and this is no offense to any teams on like the west but like there, there's like fifty thousand teams out there so if one drops <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stop yeah. everything be like oh no what happened but you know as we we're trying to grow the women's divisions um especially outside of west it's like okay if, if we lose one team that's actually pretty significant drops so for anybody that's wondering like why do i care versus whoever didn't show up during you know, Wes, that, that's, that's exactly why. So it's kind of a big deal, but I hope that um, maybe maybe we'll see him again in round three. Do you think it like will depend on the uh, location or venue? Because or, it, it's kind of hard to keep like a freelance team together, but do you, do you foresee them playing still? or? Oh, yeah, I think they'll definitely play round mm -hmm. three. It might be a different like mix-up in the roster. Um, I was talking with I think Amanda, and they're saying because it's in Boston, they might actually have more teams because there'll be more people in Boston. Hopefully, yeah, because it's a lot closer to more people that and was easier to get to if you need to fly in. Yeah, that was the thing for Richmond was that everybody had to fly in. or Well, not fly in, but... Or drive six travel. plus hours. Yeah. Oh, wow. Or, yeah, it was it was just so... It was just a mess to get there. You either had to drive or have, you know, have like some sort of loose form of transportation because I, I was looking up flights and... Um, and I wasn't sure that we were going to end on time because last time we didn't end on time. So I didn't want to book a flight and then have to leave early or miss it. Makes sense. Any, any, um, and I'm going to ask this for the open, uh, panel as well, but, and you know, anybody know why the move to, to, uh, Virginia to Richmond? Like, was it just, it just made sense or is it like rotating cities or. Um, so I know that there was this, um, event that was meant to be on, um, that was called, it was like a sports jubilee event like the jubilee yeah yeah and they were putting it on and i know that richmond as a city are trying to do a lot of things um for sports and like teams to actually come out to richmond um so like all different types of sports so they were going to do like i think softball and kickball and different events so the city and state actually 
helped with like booking the gym. I think they helped with um, like getting a hotel discount and everything. Um, but I think the actual sports Jubilee event um, ended up not happening. Um, but I'm glad that we still went because like Ashley said, it was a really good venue. That's kind of cool that the city is actually backing something yeah. related to dodgeball because that's you know that, that's still yeah, I still think that's kind of rare even even as far as we've come nowadays. But okay, that that's that's fair. I, I see you, Mark. I see what you're doing. Um, yeah. But next, I wouldn't quote me word for word, but that is what I heard from. Oh no, like, that is word for word gospel. It's can't take it back. <laughs> Um, you're speaking on behalf of elite and all their decision-making. So, um, yes. no pressure. <laughs> um, and, and so next, next round, round three is going to be in Boston. Yes. Correct. Which if I'm mistaken, I would say that's kind of like the Mecca of the, of the East. Like that's the, the capital that's where all the dodgeballs happening, or at least like a centric place. Is that fair to say? I wouldn't say that actually. I think a lot of, a lot of Philly in Philly, I think. Yeah, Philly. Philly and Jersey area. So yeah. the season, We've probably had, I think from, I want to say from January until now, we've had four tournaments in the, maybe even more than that, in the offseason that's in the Philly and New Jersey area. Um, yeah, like Allentown and um, what city is it in Jersey? It's like, it changes around, but there's a lot in Jersey. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know New Jersey. <laughs> I don't either. I don't feel bad. I'm literally pulling up a map of the U.S. right now, so I can kind of <laughs> just visualize where you guys are. Because I, I don't. Maybe, hopefully, I'm not the only one that does this. But like Virginia is way more south in my mind than what I'm looking at, uh, and I forget about that because DC no, is right there. It feels way more south. Trust me. If you were driving in what we were driving in, it feels way more south. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I think p- apart from obviously um, the Geo brothers that live in Florida. And then um, some of the guys from Brick Squad that were from the Atlanta area. The furthest south anybody lives on the East Coast, I think, is DC. Okay. Right. And to Richmond, that yeah. was like two hours. There was some who live in Richmond. Oh, there was? Yeah, I think there's a team. I think DMV has oh. players from Richmond. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a NCDA team. Oh, oh, man. Hunter, don't kill me, but I think it's Hunter Ford's team. Yeah, I think, I think it's, so. Yeah. Okay. Is it Sharid? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Sharid. Yeah. Okay, I know him. Um, cool. So yeah, I, okay. So that, that makes sense. And again, just if I look at the Southwest, it's really easy. It's Arizona, California. Done. Like we have two, like one state line across versus uh, the multiple ones in the east and probably the north. But um, for a while, I was thinking maybe you were the one that traveled the most, Jenny. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, Alfred travels the most. <laughs> Where's he coming from? Well, so he, we obviously live together, but he's, I think we worked out that it's only May and he's been on 10 round trips, oh like flights so far, just because we've gone to like other regions and then he's done all of the off season tournaments too. Uh, so I was like, wow. Oh yeah, I have seen him a lot. I was like, I've seen you more here now that you've moved away than when you lived in New York. Yeah. <laughs> So just racking up all the the XP and uh, yeah. just kind of leaving you behind. Air miles and <laughs> <laughs> is he like, yeah, you don't need this, Jenny. I do. I'm gonna. I need the practice. Or yeah, he's like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me, Alfred. Um, well, let's <laughs> let's actually um, go back to get back on topic and just kind of before I forget because <laughs> I almost did. I was gonna jump, jump right jump right into um, 
to a phone. But uh, what was what's the biggest difference that you noticed, Jenny, um, f- from round one? Uh, so some of it, like what Ashley had said, but this was the first two-day tournament that we had. Um, and it was actually the first time we ever did foam like women's tournament in the East area, I think like in the history of it. So that was something that was really exciting. Um, but yeah, that is definitely is the first time that we've done the two day tournaments. Cause I know the West coast, um, every, all three rounds have the two day mm-hmm. and the East coast originally was going to have all three rounds as it, but I think there was a lot of captains that were saying, um, that'd be a big issue for them. So they in turn just made round two, a two day event. Um, I think round three is still going to be a one day event. Yeah. I think we, we took a vote on, on whether or not we wanted two day in Boston and most of the captains said one. Huh? Didn't, didn't round one go to like 11 PM, like super late. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite late, but, um, considering that was still like just the three divisions. So on how we did it at round two is the first day, it was still exactly like how it's set up on the West coast. Um, and there was more open teams than there were co-ed teams. Um, whereas I think on the West coast, they have more co-ed teams than there are open. If I'm correct. Hmm. I'm sure somebody can probably chime in and let me know, or we can go back <laughs> to the uh, the records. Um, well, let's go ahead and get into to foam since it's uh, it's an addition. And um, so it's kind of talking to, to Dominic and Dom, if you're listening, thank you so much, man, for just feeding me um, pictures and images of of the brackets because it, it's so much awesome. It, it's so much better to actually have them ready versus trying to scramble for them like I was for the West, but. Um, we kind of go back and forth, and one of the biggest takeaways that he said was just that uh, Clash came to play, and considering that they won, I, I just kind of want to get like your opinion, both of you, before we kind of go into each team. But um, Ash, were you able to see Clash at all? Like, can you kind of vouch for what Dominic is saying? Like, would you agree when it comes to foam? Yeah. So even when they were warming up, um, and we can talk about. It's a little mishap that happened later, but um, I mean, a couple of the girls were warming up and like, we came here all the way from Canada to play foam. Like they were there to play foam. So, um, I mean, I wasn't surprised. Most of us, I think, went into the, this knowing that Clash was going to be one of the tougher teams to beat in foam um, just because it's such a popular uh, ball type in Canada. Um, I wish we played it more here, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they played really well. They're really, I mean, they were, all, they're already a great team um, when we were playing against them in no sting. So uh, I just knew in foam that it would probably click even better when it's like um, their favorite ball type. And they, are, are they all Canadian? Um, the well, majority, but not all. So yeah. I think it's about half and half. It depends, I think. Because at round one, there were uh, a few different players than there were at round two. Yeah, I was joking with uh, some of the girls on my team and Tasha about how they have so many people on their roster. Um, and we were saying yeah. that by the end of round two, they will have had, I think, something like 13 different people playing on their team. Um, just because they had some other Canadians drop out and then they had loads of Canadians coming this round. 
And so I was joking with Royale saying that, oh, they're bringing this team because they really just want to win foam. <laughs> like, just got to bring the Canadians. <laughs> I feel like that would, I mean, I can't really. Well, I'm, I'm trying to remember. So, yeah, okay. So, Team USA won last year. I was going to say, I, I feel like Canada is probably the strongest when it comes to foam, but that is. Sure. What's that? They are pretty strong. Yeah. That is fair. Okay. I was like, I wonder if that's fair to say now. Considering, I don't think foam is, I don't know how, how it's not big in New York. They just started a league. They just started a foam night in one of the leagues out here. So, um, and I don't know if it's big anywhere else, but because I haven't seen too many foam tournaments, like Jenny said, we haven't really played with foam too much out here. Like we don't, we didn't have our own, we didn't even have our own foam balls for this round. Yeah. So if that tells you anything. So that's why I was, I, I knew it was going to be interesting having a foam round with a very experienced cohesive team who most have played on foam teams together and then having other teams who've only really played no sting together. Gotcha. And, and so, Especially I mean, when there, yeah, there's a great debate about whether we should play foam or 8.5 for round two. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to say 8.5 right now. So it's all. Yeah. <laughs> I voted uh, 8.5 yes well, the reason that I was like oh obviously I want to do foam over it is that we just had a spring fling tournament that was the end of April and we did a women's 8.5 tournament for that right oh, oh, I'm so glad to have foam <laughs> <laughs> oh foam well let's um let's kind of talk about some of the teams and just just seeing like how how they did so um and we'll definitely talk about the mishap later. I'm definitely keeping that for after, after review some of the teams. But um, Jenny, do you, do you remember your first match with uh, stealth mode? Like, what was what was that? Because we're jumping straight into the brackets. Um, um so yeah, we played uh, stealth mode was our first game. We didn't actually seed very well. Um, yeah, part like of that fourth. was due to we were playing down a player. Um, so Michelle Radley, who's on our team, she had shoulder surgery last year. And uh, when she was throwing the foam balls, it was just hurting so much. And she was saying that she couldn't even feel her arm and she was getting like pins and needles in her fingers. Oh, that's not good. That's to her and I was like, look, I want you for round three. If you're feeling that, don't play. Like you need to sit. Um, so we ended up playing down a player. And then because we'd done no sting before, um, Every, like half of our team had cramps like in their hands and then <laughs> had ankle problems. So we're all playing injured. Um, but yeah, when we were playing stealth mode, um, we were kind of worried because we were already playing down a player and then they actually did quite well, even though their seating says that they placed fifth. I, they were surprisingly, I think they were better at foam than what they were at no sting. Um, yeah, their arms are really, really good. They, um, it's, so their throws with no sting are accurate, but they weren't really the strongest of throws. And then they picked up those foam balls and it was just like, some of those sounded so good when they hit people. <laughs> um, so Stealth Mode this round um, actually picked up a player that's, I don't know her last name, but I, I ended up going up to her and I was like, I need to know your name. I have to mention you on this podcast. And her name's Ileana. I think she knows Kyle Sander. Um, but she was throwing heat, like yeah. Oh my god, she was throwing so good, um, and that was like in nosting too. But when they were playing on foam, she was like playing a middle player. So I know when we were playing against their team, 
Um, she was somebody that we were like, we need to get her out. We need to get her out because if she stays in, she's slowly picking us off. Um, and like, obviously when you're playing kind of injured, you're not as court aware too. Right. And she was captivating on that. Um, and so when we were playing stealth mode, we ended up winning four to one, but some of the games, um, were a little bit closer. Um, but I think it's just that us as Royale, like some of us are in KO, um, last year and some of us were, um, on Anarchy too, we're just used to playing together. So I think that helped us get through it. Um, and we also had Alice Chung came out and played with us this round because both Emily Hotz and Amanda Natalie weren't at this round because they were at a wedding. Um, so she came out and she was clutch um, in foam and she was surviving really well. And she was able to fulfill that left corner that we were missing. Um, I love Alice. She's such a good player. Yeah. So she was able um, to, to fit in with you guys pretty, pretty nicely then, pretty seamlessly. Oh, definitely. There was like no issue. She like fit in straight away. And it was just great that she was able to, because obviously like if you're missing a corner, that's something that there's some, yes, there's like a lot of people that think, oh, I can play corner. But for somebody to be able to play a really good corner, you have to be really confident. And so it's nice to have somebody step in and she was just so easy to play with. And she was like, yeah, like you can tell me what to do and I can play aggressively. If you push up, I'll push up with you. And um, it was just really handy because sometimes when you have new players come in and sub in, there's always those kind of issues that they might do something different or do something by themselves that then costs other members of your team. Um, so that really helped us throughout both nesting and foam. Um, but I wanted to mention there was another girl. Um, I don't exactly know where she's from. I think she might be from New York, but um, her Facebook name is Ying Ying Yip. Oh, Ying. Yeah, she actually used to play for, um, she played on the Hong Kong national team in 2017. Yeah, she um, was, she just came out just to play foam. I don't think she played oh. nesting with them. Um, yeah, she played nosing with them in round one. Yeah, that was it. Um, but it was just round two. She just played. Uh, or she, I think she played the end of it because she came in during halfway or after a couple of the round robin rounds because I, I remember playing against her before I got hurt. So uh, she was there for some of the nosing. Okay, so but, she, she didn't exclusively play for, for foam then? No, well, okay. I because I know when I was talking to uh, Julia, who's the captain of that team, um, she was saying that they were only going to have six for no sting and then seven for foam. And when I saw her come in during foam, I was like, oh, that she must be the person that just came and played foam. But I, I didn't even, we, I don't think we played them uh, in the bracket of no sting. So that's probably why I didn't realize that she had joined towards the end of nesting but mm -hmm. she's really good she was holding down that corner really well and uh she's like moving up and down um like really good versatile player quite squirrely um but she was also like another threat on her team but it was a good game but we ended up uh winning it four to one um and unfortunately kicked them out <laughs> <laughs> 
like they play well, but unfortunately, we had to send them home. But unfortunately, uh, <laughs> and uh, bye. Well, that that speaks, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that speaks a lot to just I think what is going to be like the theme is just teamwork and and that consistency with if you practice together or you stay together you get that cohesion going you can overcome things like oh we're playing one person down or we're all you know just injured and um you know, obviously you lost the clash and we'll talk about that later but it still shows that you can still kind of i don't want to say like dig deep but i'm just gonna say it anyway you can still dig deep and, and pull through but yeah. um and i do want to talk about you in clash but let's let's go back to i guess the, the other match and that was clutch mode versus venom so ashley can you kind of walk me through that one um, so I was watching, um, mostly on the, I, I didn't get to play any foam. Um, so I was watching my team and kind of like, I kind of let them, I have, um, have another, a new co-captain now, Emma, who, um, I just kind of trust her if I have any doubts with anything. And she, um, implemented a new strategy, just, just kind of playing faster. Cause normally we try to play slow, um, since we're a newer team and try to play methodically, but in foam, um, we were doing a lot more countering, just playing faster, and um, and but it seemed it seemed to work. So everyone on the team liked it. They were doing great. Um, we switched up some of the positions on the court just to make everyone more comfortable, since it was a, a ball type that some of our players didn't really like. <laughs> um, but clutch, I mean, clutch was playing really well all day. Um, so I they fought for every match. I know that they were getting really good catches and um, some really good snipes actually too. Um, but um, I mean, we try to play together. So <laughs> since we only had, uh, we had no subs and I was like, you guys got to kick it up, you know, like get in there, you know, you're almost done. <laughs> this is the end of the day. And they had already played pretty much the whole day without any subs. <laughs> but it's like too bad. You got to suck it up and, and keep going. I was like, I wish I could trade, but you guys got this. And, you know, they've actually played really, really well. I'm really proud of um, how the team came together. I mean, it broke my heart sitting on the sideline, but I'm, I'm just really, really proud of them. And, you know, like, they worked really, really hard. Yeah, they, they were really good. <laughs> they were really good this round. <laughs> I just need to sit out more often, apparently. <laughs> Coach from the sidelines. <laughs> Yeah, so, and, and this is probably something I should have, I, for, forgive me, I forgot to address it from the beginning because we talked about it offline. Uh, what, what happened to you? So, like, I remember, you know, just seeing Venom because um, I saw the streams on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever it is. And then it looked all, looked like the whole weekend was going all, all well and dandy. And then Sunday, I see you in a wheelchair, I think, holding a bottle of champagne or something. something it was about, beer, but yes. Beer. <laughs> I was like, um, wait, what? What happened? So, it was you hurt your knee or... Yes. So it was actually, we had, but we were about halfway through round Robin, um, for no sting. And, um, it was a game against precision. I was on the, I think it was the last one in, um, someone threw at me and I jumped to try to dodge it. And right when I jumped, I felt like I jumped a little higher than I normally do. Um, but <laughs> when I came down, my knee just kind of buckled and I <sighs> fell just like straight down and was lying on the ground. Um, I've previously sprained this knee before, so I was just immediately scared and yeah. <laughs> so um got to check that out. And then I sat out for the rest of the day and I also sat out for COVID. So I'm just kind of going through the healing process now. Gotcha. That's, that's a bummer. And so was it a sprain then or do you have, do you know what? Um, I went to the doctor today. I still need to get an MRI. Um, his initial thought is a meniscus tear. Hopefully not. Oof. 
good vibes, please. Um, <laughs> but I should know more in about a week or so. Gotcha. Well, best of luck, and hopefully it was you know just maybe a hyperextension or a sprain, and, and nothing, nothing too bad that'll keep you off the court um, too long. Hopefully. And um, I think Jenny, you're heartbreaking looking over. <laughs> I, I remember like coming up to you and just being like, I "Just want you to know, I I know exactly how." You I know. Now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I got so many hugs, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah. Again, testament to the. <laughs> What's that? So she just wants the attention. That's, what I'm <laughs> That's all. This is all a ruse. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking about like how like people send me ice cream now. Dang it! Send me all the the, the candy and the good stuff. Um, feel sorry for me <laughs> and send me gifts. <laughs> At least they do it again. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say it's a that's a, that's a testament to the dodgeball community for the you know one of the good things that we do is we you know, we hate to see people get injured and wish them well and it's just like man that sucks like I hate it's for some of us that have been there before like it it sucks watching your team when you're sidelined because of an injury it's like it's one thing because you're I don't know I'm tired or you take yourself out because you're not doing well but because of something you can't help you're just like ugh, this is rough so that's a that's a bummer but um, yeah. That's kind of why my voice is a little gone. It's just I was just screaming from the sidelines the whole time. Whereas normally if I'm on the court playing, I am like making play calls, but I'm not like constantly coaching or yelling. You don't have to be shouting at somebody up there right next to you. Yeah. Um, let's go to, let's talk about what you can remember. Um, Jenny from Clash. So they, it looks like, because it's kind of cut off, I'm, I'm going to guess they, they won four to two. I mean, I don't know how else they they could have won. Yes, so, <laughs> yeah, rubbing it in, of course. <laughs> but they, uh, as Dom said, they they came to play, and I think he kind of echoed that too. But um, is there anything specific that you might have remembered from your match um, before they moved on to the finals? They they really captivated on the fact that a we were playing a player down, and they brought it like. Half the, we were just saying that half the team was Canadian and they really captivated it. I know when we were playing um, against them, I think they had five Canadian players playing with them. Um, um, they had six total. So, oh, really? Yeah, they, no, seven. They had seven. Mm, not, well, it's I'm trying to think in my head had, who was. They had eight in total. Um, okay. So it was. Tasha, Flo, and Danielle uh, Giovinco. And then it was uh, Marcy. Marie, Marcy, Lauren. Savannah Burton, and Lauren Dwyer. Yeah. Lauren Dwyer, that's the name I recognize. Wildly, I think. Yes. Okay. So I know Savannah and Lauren play on on Wildlings together. Um, So does, uh, I think it's Jocelyn. I, don't, I think it's Jocelyn Mute. Yeah, Jocelyn plays on that team too. She played with them in round one. Yeah, she played with... She's on Clash's official roster, um, but I think because she had made that WDBF team, um, I know that there was some talk that if you made the WDBF in Canada, you weren't allowed to play. Um, Rubber is what they called it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was it. What do they call it? I said if we can't... If you make the... if you're on um trying to make the foam team um they don't want you to play rubber, rubber so they also mean i think they also mean no sing by that yeah um so i think hmm. that both her and sydney um 
Sydney, Somerville uh, are on Clash's official roster, um, but both of them didn't come out this round. I think it was for that reason. I um, see. But yeah, so in our game against them, they're just playing really well. Marcy was holding down that left corner and she oh was- Oh my God, Marcy. <laughs> I was she like, was I'd see her with the ball and next thing I know, I'm like, oh, the ball has already popped up and is out of my way. <laughs> but I would compare it to like, it, like just someone, like if you were just shooting targets, she was like, boom, boom. Yeah. Like, and, like time. and they were just feeding her the balls and she was just getting them down the line. Yeah. I think she very rarely missed a target. Like there were some people that obviously blocked, but I think she almost every throw that she made, she made contact with either. There was just people on the sideline too. Yeah, yeah. everyone on the <laughs> sideline. I think some of the guys were watching, and they're like, "Oh, like it was just awesome to hear the reactions." Yeah. And um, who is this, Marcy? Who? I'm sorry. Um, I think her last name is. Oh, I'm gonna butcher it. I only know her Facebook yeah. last name. Marcy. Um, she plays with Trillion. Uh, in Canada, and I know that she was. Uh, she she was on the Maple Leaf team in 2017. Was she on the team last year? No, she didn't make the team last year, but she was on that um, Maple Leaf team. Maple Leaf. Um, yeah, in 2017. Yeah, in Toronto. Hmm. But she was throwing heat, and if you saw her face, Dave, you'd know who she was. <laughs> like I know this person. Okay. Yeah, she goes to a lot of tournaments out here. Yeah, but, but um, is it Marcy Marcy Marie? No, that's no, not. No, it's I think else. it's Jars Jarzea Lisa. Uh, I'm, oh God, I might pronounce it really wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Marcy. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll uh we'll, we'll we'll come back to that one if if yeah. uh. <laughs> Whoopsie! I'm gonna get a message from Tasha just like. <laughs> <laughs> just a second of laugh. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I know it's wrong. I'm sorry. But uh, she was holding down that left corner and it was just hard to face against that. And then um, Savannah Burton, who was in the middle and she was throwing really well. She was making great catches. Um, all of the Canadians, I don't want to say that, oh, it's just the Canadians kind of shined in foam. But I think that... Um, Flo, Tasha, and Danielle was just kind of like, yep, this is your time to shine. This is why you're here. Okay. Yeah. And I would for. say, like, the roles were interchangeable because I would see, like, in one game, I'd see Marcy throwing mostly, and then, um, but then it wasn't always like that. It's like whoever had the ball, and it was just like, it was like little dance on the court. Like, they'd be switching around, like, and snipe you, and then I'll catch you, and then it's your turn. And <laughs> it was pretty awesome, actually, to watch. Yeah. Nice. So it was kind of like a, almost like a shootout, but it was, you know, there's a lot of like outs happening, a lot of throws, a lot of like intense dodgeball play, being played. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun to watch. Like, I was glad that we had, um, we took two games from them because I know that during the round robin, I think they just two owed us really easily. Um, cause obviously we we're trying to get into it and Alice was having shin splints and, mm. uh, she was like cramping everywhere. And then um, I remember looking over and looking at Sammy's hand and her thumb was like cramping all the way in Ugh. and she couldn't like even open her hand. Um, but Megan Fricker on our team, she was throwing really well. And uh, I think it was awesome. like the brackets. Um, Cause I know everybody on our team was kind of struggling, like adjusting from playing no string straight into foam. 
Um, but it was probably bracket play where we actually clicked um, as our five-player team to go through and actually managed to take some of the games off Clash. And I think that was just where we took things that were from our no-sting game that were working well and slowed it down, made it our game pace and um, dictated uh, the play more. So luckily we were able to get two games from them, but I think going into that match, we were like, we need to pull something out of our butts to win this. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's... Third, but it's fine. <laughs> like you said, like it, it's a, it looked like a tough team, and then I mean, obviously they came in, they they cleaned house, but to be able to take two off of them with all the the uh, I want to say the obstacles, but with all the issues that you guys had to work through against is yeah. a lot. So who's to say what will happen round three if if, if it happens again? What's um, what a full what well, what a fully well rested, well hydrated, not injured six women roster will look like so that's yeah. kind of a scary thought if, if you want to put it that way or look at it that way yeah. well hopefully <laughs> Ho yeah hopefully i i had one where i think i had gone into uh block something and i had landed uh down straight onto my knees and both my feet jammed into one another and i was doing the double ankle brace so it keeps them in place but they both hit at a weird angle and i just got shooting pains up my leg so i remember playing like one game having to play like on my knees or like on one knee trying to throw. <laughs> Ow. So we got to stay in. I like how you're like, my feet did this. Not me. I, I didn't do yeah, it. it, was it, was, like, it was my, my feet, feet. have their own mind of their own. They betrayed me. They did their own thing. Well, they betray me all the time. <laughs> it's like, why is this, why do you guys do this to me, feet? Yeah. Get in line. Um, I think, is it Marcel Grimmond? Gr Grim Grimmond? Yes. Okay. The Jarzia, whatever is her Facebook name. People need to have their real names on Facebook because I remember their fake names. Yeah, they guess I do. Amanda Ashley, like I, it's Amanda. Decker, yeah, every right? time you say that, I'm like, it's Amanda. <laughs> oh, jeez, I don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> that was Amanda yeah. Decker. Wow. I don't know if she pronounces it Natalie or Natalie. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, if if you're on Facebook as somebody, then that's how I'll remember you forever, regardless of yeah. how many times I'm corrected. Exactly, because I'm terrible with names, so that's that's what you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's it's right there. So uh, her real name, because it's going to bother me now, is uh, Jaliza? J-A-L-I-Z-A. Oh, that might have been it. Yep. Unless, <laughs> unless this I is a... I thought that was her last name on Facebook, I don't know. Well, maybe her last name is Grimmin, but her Facebook last name is Jaliza. Yes, that's what I said that earlier. Okay, yeah, and then she's playing, looks like she's wearing a kaiju jersey. Totally stalking yeah. this person, by the way. So. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you, Class Dodgewall, for your awesome social media, because it has the profile. And if anybody cares, she likes both pizzas and tacos. So Yes, tacos. <clears throat> oh, 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 we'll get there. <laughs> Don't you guys worry. Um well, let's move on to uh, Venom and Precision, because uh, I I know Precision obviously um, remember them from last year. But what can you tell me from from that matchup, Ashley? Um. Well, I mean, Precision did a really good job of most of the day. They were they were taking advantage of counters and just playing very aggressively, and that helped out a lot. Um, because again, like I said, Venom plays pretty slow and methodically. We'd like to try to get together, make a gameplay, have a plan, and, and then move forward. Um, so a lot of the day, what would trip us up is they would just, you know, counter, throw the ball, and 
catch us off guard or like we'd block it into one of our teammates. Um, so they were doing a pretty good job of timing those counters. Um, and they kept that going most of the day. Uh, but it was, you know, it was a close match. Um, I mean, we lost four to two, but um, a lot of the matches got down to two V one, three V two, you know, very close matches. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and that's like, I keep having to be reminded either by myself or, or from the panelists that were actually there, but like, I can look at any, any game on here or any match and be like, Oh, it was four Oh. So that was clearly a sweep. And that's really not the case. And then especially with the best um, of seven, it's like you said, you know, it, a lot of those games were, were close, like 2v1, 3v1. So it could have been, I don't say any, anyone's, anyone's match, but that's like the one um, disadvantage I have when I'm looking at the brackets. It's like, okay, 2-4, I want to say that was a pretty evenly matched game, but then it looks like you guys, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it looks like Precision took the momentum, but, you know, I'm not, I wasn't actually there, so I couldn't tell you, like, how hard you guys fought for them. So that's just one thing I'm I have to keep remembering. Cool looking over and seeing a game and then it'd be like a couple of minutes later I'm like is that the same game because i remember <laughs> it was it was alex on your team that was just coming in with the clutch catches like otherwise bringing more people in and that was really exciting to watch I didn't at even one point she was holding a ball in her hand mind you alex on my team clearly has posted and mentioned and stated that she hates foam this girl hates foam <laughs> And she's she'll awesome. say, I'm not lying. When she hears this, she hates foam. She said it. She's like, I wish I could trade you my legs so that you could play foam and I wouldn't have to. Um, <laughs> I'd rather be in so, pain right now than have to play foam. Yeah. Right. And so she, at one point, she was one of the last ones in and someone throws a ball. She has a ball in her hand, turns around, catches it with the ball in her hand. And I'm like, oh, oh so you're going to catch these now and like actually like what you're doing. <laughs> she just, she was killing it. <laughs> I just feel like, oh, I hate this game. She's like, catch. That just really sucks to hit somebody out. Oh, I really don't like foam. Catch, catch. Like, this sucks. It's not fun. It's just like I was like, keep people. picking it out on the people. Just yeah. throw those balls away. <laughs> it's, it's their fault they're making you play foam, so take it out on them. Yeah. <laughs> what's, right. uh, what's your last name, Alex? Who? Uh, Pierun. P-I-O-R-U-N. Awesome. I will be looking out for these people more. And even though I did not spell that correctly, I will know to... <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that and I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Just yeah. after she in case, it for you. <laughs> yeah, so in case anybody ever hears like typing, I don't know how loud it can come across or if it's subtle, but that's me typing in notes just so I can try to remember stuff for the next round. So I, I try to type quickly and I just like give myself the most best head start I could. So that way <laughs> when I go look it up in Facebook, it'll help me. I'm like, did you mean this person? I'm like, yes, yes, I did. Facebook, thank oh, you. Oh, by the way, me. it's Alex with an I. Yeah, she's one of those. <laughs> that will be much easier to find then, but uh, that's cool. Um, it just gave me flashbacks of the women's recap where I was like mispronouncing everyone's name, including people I've known for years. But I think uh, you mispronounced my name every podcast last season. Nope, it was perfect every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take a shot now. Um, I'm going to get myself off the spot. Let's talk about your match with uh, you guys played against each other, Royal versus Venom. Who wants to take lead on that one perfect distraction right now i watched <laughs> um again yeah like jenny said earlier they really did actually you could see that they clicked um with their five person um team i got one point i forgot they had five people um <laughs> but they were playing really well um alice was doing a great job of holding the corner um with um i think alice is really tough to, to play corner against 
um, they, we traded on, on our side. Our, so it was our right corner between Justine and Taylor who, um, whoever, you know, who both have really good pump fakes actually and play very aggressively. Um, Taylor was getting some pretty good snipes actually and just playing right in front of our line. Um, so like if someone from morale would come up and try to disturb our huddle at one point, she'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to do the same to you. <laughs> yeah. It's like a trade-off kind of, or <laughs> so it's like a trade-off where all like, matches like, you're doing. These are actually close games too. It says four to two, but I think, there was a like, lot. This is one where it was like it would just take. There was so long. The games are so long, and people were tired, but they were like, "But we're pushing through it." Yeah, there were there was a lot of long games. Um, it was actually like what Ashley was saying. It was really close. Um, there were some games where um, Alice was the last one in on our team, and she just plays so smart and methodically and. There's times where every time she was in by herself, I think the game went on for another... Like five minutes. Yeah, like minimum, <laughs> like two minutes. Uh, maximum, I think there was one that was almost like five minutes long and it was just excru excruciating. Just <laughs> watching it like, oh no! <laughs> I think it was the match where it was you guys were playing against Precision and um, it was against Sam Girardi. And yeah. finally one ball buzzed her hair and she was like, that got my hair. Yeah. And they were both like, thank God that was over. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's done. Like, oh, Alice, like, oh, you can rest, but you can rest by not playing the corner because we only have six people, so you're still in. So just... <laughs> <laughs> you can rest by being in the corner. that way. <laughs> that's, uh... Yeah, that's not resting at all. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. no, you're in the corner. <laughs> just no, no pressure. Actually, you're, you're not resting. Just kidding. Just yeah. get out there. Just like Megan can take it, but you'll just like rest for a little bit. <laughs> but she powered through. Awesome. And um, I meant to ask earlier was was Kim Wilkie there? No, she was okay. not. The reason I, I ask is I think she's out for this season. What's that? I think she might actually be out for the season. I don't know if she'll be ready for nationals. Um, but yeah, I think I don't think she's playing. She wasn't there at round two, and I don't know if she's playing round three. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I remember seeing something on Facebook about her being getting just because I creep on everybody. Um, it just <laughs> showed up my feed, but uh, I think she's like overseas right now. Or so I was like, well, if she just played, that's really fast. But then, yeah. So just wanted, just curious. Um, <clears throat> so I got to talk to her last year for when she was on. Um, was it Team USA for the WDA? So, yeah, the close team, yeah. Yep, the class ball. But, um, well, cool. Let's, uh, I, I did want to not to bring up like any negativity, but, um, Dominic had some points that he brought up uh, when he was talking to me about, um, you guys only had 12 phone balls. Um, mm -hmm. half of them were covered in tape. And just from that noise, um, was that, was that the mishap you mentioned earlier, Ashley, or was there something in addition to that? Um, so basically it started out as that, um, started with the that, phone balls where they were being taken out of the suitcase, being put on the court. And this is when I, this is actually when someone picked up a ball. I was like, I came all the way from Canada for this. And I looked at the balls. And I was like, is that tape covering something or is it just stuck on there? And lo and behold, there was a few balls that had tape on them because they had rips. And then we found out we only had 12 and then they were multicolored, so it's not like we could split them like, oh, here's all green and here's all red and one yellow. No, it was like, 
here's some green, here's some yellow, here's some orange, some red, and let's just, whichever one's a different one, that's the, that's the burden ball. <laughs> so wow. it kind of wow. upset everyone. Reasonably so. Um, like I was saying, it was kind of a kick in the teeth just because mm -hmm. this is like you're saying, oh, this is the first round <clears throat> that, or this is the first ever East Coast women's foam tournament. And we're like, oh, we finally get our chance to play with the foam balls. And like, this might be a really good opportunity to play or like um, to play foam and potentially get scouted um, right. for the US combine. And obviously the Canadians were basically, majority of them came down to play foam. And so to kind of see that was just kind of like, oh, now we're going to play something. And then potentially this could hinder, because I know there was a lot of throws that actually um, like went off really high or went off to the side just because the tape was such an interference with it. Right. And it's hard not to pinch them when there's, they're so, you know, like, yeah. Well, so it, it was, it was, yeah, it, it was pretty annoying, especially um, after in round one, having a court that wasn't a real like basketball court or hardwood floor court going into round two, finally getting our floor court, our uh, wooden court and being happy about that and we're like yay we just finished nosing let's do foam here come the foam balls really guys <laughs> yeah and it was it's some like some of them were ripped they put tape on it but some of them were still ripped or ripping so bad that i think it was um mckenzie on a team who by the way was killing it in foam um oh yeah he went for a catch and she caught a ball and her thumb went into the ball <laughs> Okay. Like Gosh. one of the, the rips in it. And I remember she was saying that her thumb was bothering her because of it. Oh, so and, it actually like potentially caused an injury then. Yeah. And oh, wow. right. I was just like, oh, oh like, yeah, we already good. have Sammy's thumb cramping. I'm hurting. I think Megan was the only one on our team playing foam that was like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing just fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's just unfortunate because the only solution would be to try to play with the only good ball phone balls there. But even so, then that makes our day longer. Yeah. And it, it was just, it was really frustrating. I think all, we had like a captain's meeting about it. Yeah. That to was, try to see how we could make the day better, but we were very frustrated. Like what but else? Because that happened at the beginning. It actually set back the division starting by an hour, which meant that, everybody was sat for ages. So going into foam, it's like you've sat ages and then you're going into playing again. And then everyone's attitude was obviously trying to take it as competitively and seriously as possible. But I noticed that in between games, those people just like lying around that were like, oh, like this is kind of done a buzzkill to where- But we actually on the court, I will say though, because we were all in that mood too, well, during the games, it felt almost like playing in rec league, not because of the level of play, but more so of, like the fun social aspect of it. Because we're yeah. like, hey, we're all in the situation together. We might as well actually have fun playing dodgeball. Yeah. And it was, we ended up, we were meant to do a double round robin and we ended up cutting it one round. And I think it was part of it was that, um, I know especially the Canadians were like, we just want to do bracket play. Because we were, they were just. There was a lot of teams. Like I know, stealth mode too. Were just really upset by it. Yeah, that's. Um, and like, I get there's some things that you can't help with, but it's, it's just that whole thing of like, you come here and you want to do well and you want to like win and be able to win with like a strong team and 
be able to or you pay the same amount of money for registration as every other division as every other region and how come we can't have the same quality i i think it's just it's kind of like a slap in the face to be like all right well when we do a foam tournament on this coast we're gonna have the perfect equipment up to par new things but when we have the tournament somewhere else maybe we're we're not gonna double check quality control anything (laughs) i understand that may not have been the case that's just how it felt yeah i just actually today i was talking with um some of the girls on the west coast and they were saying that um like round one they didn't have the wdbf phone balls um and then round two some of them weren't like they had the little rip that they weren't that good um so it was that case too of they i think they still had probably better ones we probably had the ones that were like left over right damaged but it's yeah it was just upsetting and then another thing that was even more frustrating was that some of the guys i don't know why they did it but there was one guy that was picking up a phone ball and he was literally like, oh, look how bad these rips are. And he was like putting his fingers into the balls and making it worse on some of them. And then there was mm-hmm. another guy that was um, looking at them and just kept on kicking it. And I was like, why are you kicking the so phone you're balls? You're not really helping the situation here. <laughs> but <There's> no respect. <laughs> yeah, it was so we make it sound really negative. Like phone was a good division, but there was that something. Circumstances. That, yeah. <laughs> Under the circumstances, it was really good, but that just kind of put a damper to the later half of the day. Um, Mm -hmm. So we ended up just finishing. um, I think we finished the finals before the men finished. Right. Yeah. I think all the women were leaving before the men's were even playing. We started bracket play in foam before they even ended round robin in open. Open no finished before they even uh, finished round robin. It's a bummer. Do you know? Um, do you know why we? You guys only had twelve phone balls, and why they were crappy? And like, is there? A, I, I don't know. Like somebody I dropped the when, ball, but like, what, do you know what happened? To we that? were told things. I'm not. I'm not sure, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just. Um, I know that Val Mark had given them to Val. I don't know if Mark had looked at them or just was like, "Oh, this is from the last one. Here you go." Um, and she didn't even get a chance to look at them until she opened them and she was like, oh, I'm really surprised to even see this. I'm sorry I didn't take a look at this before. Um, And she was like, I just feel bad for you guys. And we're like, oh. It was not her fault by any means. (laughs) Yeah. I I found before coming to, like, I went to the LA Classic Co-Ed, so I obviously know what the balls look like. So when they came, I was like, at first I went, oh, well, these aren't that great. Maybe they're meant to be like this because we obviously haven't had that many foam tournaments in the East Coast. And then it was when the Canadians were like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Realized just how bad it was. And we were like, oh. <laughs> this below <laughs> standard. Think we feel great. <laughs> yeah, Some sucks. of them looked like they were played with outside. Like, that's how bad they looked. <laughs> Jeez. Like, like beyond secondhand phone balls for a... Uh, like just like the label was faded like you know when like the color comes off the ball and they start looking like little white like white specks yep yeah i don't like that it's too bad and like so that was that was one difference i forgot to mention earlier was um obviously with amanda natalie being away 
uh, for the wedding. Um, it sounds like Val stepped in and was running women's. Um, yeah, she did a great job. Yeah, she was she was really good. And she was like keeping everyone up and ready. And then she was also, I think she was also helping out a little bit in the open, but especially yeah, on the- I saw her helping out with the bracket. I mean, organizing, helping Tim out. In co-ed, she was um, like doing one side and Tim was doing the um, the other pool. And our pool was like very well run and like everyone knew where they had to be. There wasn't really anybody sitting. Um, but yeah, she did a really good job. Thanks, Val. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Val. And that's the thing is like, I, you know, you would not expect uh, this foam thing being something that Val would do. Like, I think the worst thing Val has ever done is go out with Joe Fernandez. I don't know what she sees in that guy. <laughs> that is, that's like the worst thing she could ever do. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, uh, come at me, Joe. I don't care. <laughs> you know where I live. Oh, I'll be ready. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's a bummer. And, you know, just kind of just, I, I can almost, obviously since it wasn't there, but I can almost feel like the disappointment because like you have a team coming all the way from Canada. We've established a standard for elite dodgeball for, American dodgeball, for lack of better words, like you're supposed to have like the best everything, and to just see like these, I'm I'm visualizing these nasty, worn out balls that should just be thrown away. They're sponges at this point. I will say there were a couple that were good, but it's, yeah, there was. There, was, really there were a few good ones. But they it all was, need to be good. It only takes one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like we had. I think we had like five green balls, five red balls, and then two yellow balls. So to be burdened, mm-hmm. but it was like. Two of the red bulls were really nice, and two of the green bulls were really nice. But then, oh, then we split them were rubbish. So we split them up between to have an equal amount of rubbish and an equal amount of good balls. <laughs> um, so that's why there's <laughs> loads of colors, which is kind of off-putting when you're playing, and then you're like, okay, wait, where's the yellow one? Like, oh, that did change the gameplay a lot. I noticed because someone you know, they, they, they'd be counting burden if you're the last one in and you, you get confused or like, it actually happened to one of my newer players where she threw a red ball and it's been red ball or this different color ball all the time. And they're like, Oh, it's all balls. Oh, and you look back and you're like, that was the burden ball. <laughs> I like, and it, it, and it's, it's also kind of messed up. They're like we have to settle for the right amount or equal distribution of rubbish here. So <laughs> but I mean, that's a, that's a testament to you guys, just as Ashley said earlier, just kind of making the best of it. And just, uh, you know, you could, you can hem and hobby upset, whichever you write to, but you can do that, still play and then go back to being upset and just figuring out how can we change this? And I, I really am pretty sure I'm like 95% convinced Joe did that. I think it's his fault. <laughs> so maybe that's the issue. Yeah. I, I will say though that like all the captains and we, I, I, this is one thing I really do love about playing in the East is just like the camaraderie between all the women out here since it's such a small community of us. We see each other all the time. So, you know, it's easier to get to know everybody. Um, but we were all able to come together and be like, how do we come up with a solution? And we all agreed on a solution, worked through it, and then presented it to Mark and Tim. We're like, all right, is this fair? Nice. Yeah, we, and I, I know that especially like me and Megan were like, we've just got to make the best out of the situation that's put around. And I was like, look, I'm just happy to play dodgeball. I'm like, we can have beanie babies and I will play dodgeball with beanie babies. <laughs> I was like, I will still play no matter what. But it's just like, oh, it, it was just that thing of what it stood for. And it's like when somebody gives you one of those like backhanded compliments and you're kind of yes. like, oh, oh, wait, did this mean this? That doesn't make me feel that great. <laughs> no. 
but let's talk about something more positive. Uh, something more positive. <laughs> yes, let, let's let's go ahead and uh, move on to uh, to no sting. <laughs> so yeah, about no sting. Um, I just so I, before uh, they're they're said, I just kind of wanted to open up with some of my takes just because I this is kind of a good weekend for me because I was actually I was actually home. I wasn't like off doing other things, so I was able to kind of follow along as best I could and. Um, as I probably alluded to, um, Ashley, I was able to, to kind of watch Venom just a little bit um, just because of your stories. And um, one of the one of the first things I remember was just watching, I want to say like this maybe short blondish girl just just pump faking like crazy and just keeping this one team at bay. And I don't, I don't know what team that was. Um, that I, was um, Justine Kennedy. Uh, she it was our it was during bracket play um, against Stealth Mode. Okay. Um, yeah, she's pretty. She's awesome. She was newer last year. She, actually, this is only her second season of Elite. But in the past year, she's grown so much. She's um, practicing a lot with the teams, and you know, um, a lot of good players like Frankie out there in Philly. So um, you could see that improvement, and she's being more aggressive. It's awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was great because you guys would throw, and then the other team would advance, and she'd be like, "Oh, oh no, go away!" And she'd just like um, freak him <laughs> out, and it was just. Um, you know, when I when I think of like pump face, I think of like the good old days with with Gridlock and Radkey, and um, it's it's a really you know, you're saying earlier like, oh yeah, you can go ahead and relax and just play on the right corner, but at the same time, it's not. And, and you know, going to I think we said Jenny about Alice being able to kind of just hop in for you guys and play seamlessly. The corners are are so strong, or there's such a pivotal role to a team. Like you're either going to protect your teammates, you're going to cover their retreat. You're going to antagonize yeah. the other team. You're going to prevent them from advancing. Like, it's such a critical role. So it was really cool watching her just completely own that. So um, that was one thing I noticed. And um, the other one, sounds like it started like a little bit of a debate, but I was uh, I was watching uh, I was watching Clash vs. Royale, and it was funny because um, Alfred was streaming it. And if I recall correctly, I think it opened up naturally with you guys dancing. I had to recheck the footage. <laughs> it was like, oh, that's got to be Royale. And yeah. <laughs> sure enough, it was. But um, I saw um, this this tall person on class just just throwing just absolute heat. Um, and I asked who that was, and, and people were saying it was Claire Kearney, Savannah Burton. I think somebody said that it could be Lauren Dwyer. But uh, do you guys know who I was talking about by any chance, or like, did you guys see that thread? Um, yeah, I think it was Savannah. You might have been. Talking it was Savannah. About. Yeah, she was the tallest one on that team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she that, was playing right in the middle. Yeah, that looked... Uh, did not want to be in the middle of that. Um, so that was one thing I noticed. And then, unfortunately, the, the feed kind of cut off for some reason. Um, yeah, it was, it's because um, there was an issue with the contract. And we didn't actually know about it until it was like halfway through the day where you couldn't film um, what? in the uh, where the tournament was held. You couldn't actually film because they had to sort something out with the contract. So I think videos will be posting or uh, being posted in the next couple of days okay. so alfred was live streaming it and then you could just hear him where he's like i have to stop the live stream like i'm sorry and <laughs> yeah. i think mark had called them up and was like you have to cut it off now like you have to cut it off now so we've got the rest on video and i think dom had actually recorded all of it um so he has that where he's probably going to post it when we can Okay. Um, I did see a couple GoPros too. So th there were at some points that some guys had cameras. Um, if they weren't playing in open, they were recording some of the games. So there might be there's some footage out there, and yeah, like Dom said, he's got it all. Mm -hmm. He'll he'll release it to us. I'm sure once he once he can. But that's yeah. funny, just like the, the Gestapo silenced Alfred because <laughs> it was just yeah. so abrupt. It's like, wait, 
no, what happened? Like, I was actually able to watch this. Like, no, like, I was taking notes and I was excited because I wanted to be able to talk about it because, you know, I might as well have been there. But, uh, well, thanks for trying, Alfred. And that's just yeah. funny how he gets, the, he gets the call from the general, like, hey, stop it. Like, you got to, you can't do that anymore from, from He's Mark. Like, oh, we, we can't do it. We can't, you got to cut it now. And Alfred was like, oh, holy crap. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Freaking Mark. But, uh, I don't blame him. He's, he's got he's got a tough role. Um, and the only the only other thing I was able to see in that in that five minutes was um, Sam. I think Sam. Um, oh my gosh, Barrett. Yeah. Oh, Sammy Barrett. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sammy just looks like she has got a little bit of a canyon on, on herself too. Yeah. Um, I, just, I think especially like everyone on my team. So round one, we all played well, um, and then coming into round two all of us individually have worked on like us as individual players. Like we play well um, as a team, but um, I know I talked with Amanda about like whilst they're in Boston trying to do some drills and like I do some drills, which is like, if I'm in this scenario, um, what would I do if like somebody stipes me, how would I respond to that? And I think that she's been working on it too. And I've seen a big improvement in everyone on our team. And Sammy was throwing really well um she was throwing really well uh, during the no sting division awesome. michelle's throw got a lot better in no sting as well um yeah. i noticed too she wasn't just in a catching role anymore like she would take the ball and actually make really smart snipes yeah um, Every, everyone was, was really smart yeah. but michelle's catching i was like oh my god it's so beautiful this is badly <laughs> right emma like sitting down sitting down i was like how did that fall in there <laughs> He's notoriously known for being able to catch with a ball in one arm and just catching with one hand whilst trying mm -hmm. to do the flits on the floor. Like, that's Michelle to a T. Like, she'll be by herself. She'll be by herself on the court and she'll literally throw away two of her balls because she's like, I got this. And like, if, she, if they throw at her, she'll like dodge it or she'll make a catch and she'll be doing the splits whilst doing it. Nice. <laughs> And then again, this is Michelle Bradley, right? That's what we're talking yes. about. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Real question about Sammy: Has she been playing for a while? Like, how long has she been playing dodgeball? Um, I don't think she's been playing too long. I think this might be her. Don't quote me on it. Maybe third year. Okay. Um, but she's improved a lot. I know she was saying that her self has to work on some other areas, um, so like not just throwing or like playing corner like she says she wants to try and get better at catching and whatnot um but she's good in the corner nice let's um let's talk about venom a little bit and then i think well, actually i'm sorry before we do that i just kind of wanted to point out um some of the differences that i noticed in the scening so um obviously royale no difference there but it looks like um precision stepped up considerably uh they took second seed unless i'm mistaken uh, whereas they were fourth last last round, and then Clash uh, moved down one. But uh, was anybody able to kind of watch uh, Precision and, and maybe kind of talk about what they might have done differently to to step up? Because I feel like that's probably the biggest jump here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was watching a lot of it. They actually added um, so Rebecca Dial uh, was on their team this this round, and then. Um, Oh, I forget her name, but they added another girl too who made really good catches. Um, like I said this uh, earlier, they um, they were doing a really good job of just countering, and they were take and so they were getting a lot of people out that way. Um, you know, where some 
sometimes someone will hold back on letting balls go. Um, they were just getting really good counters all the time and just nailing it. So they w- it made a big difference. So it wasn't necessarily like any massive roster changes. It's just they they've been playing for a little bit. They maybe got the cohesion going, and now they're just like tightening up on I want to say like the basics, like hitting their counters, sniping. Just doing what you need yeah, to do they, to be a successful team. Yeah, they play more aggressively this round because I remember round one, um, they that was this was kind of a newer roster than the than last season, um, and I remember just seeing them play a little bit more timid um, than I'd seen them before. And then so round two, they were more aggressive, and you could see the difference. Yeah, that's they're definitely more aggressive. They're a sniping team, um, so usually every time you go up to throw, you're guaranteed somebody's going to snipe you. Um, yeah. Or, try to and I think one thing that really mm. benefited them um, this round was Amber De Stevens. I think that's how you pronounce her last name yes she was making she was so accurate with all of her snipes she's making her marks and um, she's really good at sniping and then being able to fall flat um, and being able to dodge so you couldn't even trade with her um, and so that was something that when we played them, I think the first round of round robin, um, I think they might have two owed us. Um, if not two, I think it was a two one. Um, and I think on the games that we lost, it was down to Amber probably had taken out three or four people on our team just from sniping. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just cutting you guys down. Yeah. She's been really working on that. Um, and especially like her improvements grown so much from r- round one. Um, and they've just worked better as a team. And I know you'd mentioned, uh, Ashley, you just said about Rebecca. Um, she, I think she was like new to elite, but she's so elusive and um, she was like moving really well on the court. She had good footwork. Um, but it was because, you know, when you see new players and you're like, oh, well, they must just be new. Like, you don't know how they play. Like, oh, we can see if we can pick them up. She's been playing for a while. <laughs> and, yeah, and I didn't know how long she'd been playing for. So we were playing. We're like, okay, we might go for her first. So I went for her and she dodged and then she was just moving really well. And we're like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she's <laughs> really <good>. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and so... That it was Amber Stevens, you said that was her full name? It's Go Amber, back. I think it's the Stevens. It's Rebecca Dial and Amber De Stevens. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Hopefully these names will stick and then into round three we can I'll have somebody to look out for and stock on, on the Facebook and just be like, Oh, I remember this person did this and um got that really funny okay from from Jenny. Yeah. Do <laughs> um, you wanna give uh Shout out. There was one game that I did want to mention um, during round robin. Um, not still able to play, but um, one of our newest players, she's actually, this is her first season of Elite, Alexa Warnock. Um, she was one of the last, it was like 1v4 against, I think it was Clash. Because um, I remember just being like so proud of her after. Um, it was her against four people on Clash. And then she just took her time, played slowly, sniped one person, sniped the other person, and ended up winning that 1v4. And um, and she's brand, and she's pretty new. So I, I was, we were all just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you just did that. And I told my whole team, I was like, if we all do what she just did, we're going to, we got this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited still. It's pretty empty. Yeah, it was, it was just, it's, I, I'm like a mama bear, you know, like I like playing with newer people. I like, 
I like being a coach, <laughs> but it's so, especially when like newer players just, just do something like that, that you, you know, you, you're used to seeing um, experienced players doing and staying cool under pressure. And as a new player, she was able to stay calm and make her throws and, and be patient. So it was really awesome to see. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You love That's, seeing uh, the new guys do better and especially that if it's like their first elite. I probably shouldn't mm. admit this to my team. Oh no, you have to. I have I have a habit of like if we play against another team and I can tell that they're not as experienced players, I'll like literally go up to them later and I'll be like, oh, you had that so close. And they're like, yeah, I need to work on this. And I'll literally sit there and talk with them and be like, well, you got to work to like squat down more, get ready for it more. Like when mm-hmm. you're by yourself, you want to do this, this and this. Cause, and then, which is not great in this point if you're like, well, I want to win. I don't want to help them. Especially when there's like six of us, six teams. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh. But it's, I think a lot of the East Coast players are like that, where it's we just really respect the fact that we want to try and get as many women involved in it as po- as possible, and yeah, and everyone's getting better, and we want to be able to play with really good players. Um, so I like doing that, being able to go up to people and being like, "Oh, do you need something you need help with?" Like, sure, I can throw at you in between games if this is something you want to work on and get you ready for your next game. That's awesome. Um, that's that's I mean that that's vital. Like that's one of the most important things right now is is letting I won't say fostering, but just like looking out for the new players and the new teams, like bringing them into the quote unquote dodgeball family, bringing them into the community, and letting them feel like they're a part of something bigger than just today. And yeah. especially if they're getting just rocked, you know, like you, you don't want at least for me. I'm, I'm I'm speaking I guess for myself, but like you don't want a new team to come in, just get the crap beat out of them, and then see them never come back. You you want them to come back. You want them to get better. You yeah. want the whole organization to grow. You want them to grow as well. And it's just like there's no there's no joy in just beating newbies, at least for me. Um, I remember it was kind of cool because Rebecca was kind of talking to me about how she would bring her her new kids to from the NCDA level to to elite level. And I feel like for those that are not to go on a huge tangent here, but to, for those that are wanting NCDA to feed into elite, it's going to take that kind of fostering, that kind of time outside right. of your game to to build them up but where you say i'm sorry no yeah i'm agreeing it's the same with oh, yeah. like the udc players now so that that were exclusively udc players or trampoline players that we're now starting to see more more of um in elite and i think it's just people inviting them out to come play oh yeah yeah and, and taking the time you know like jenny like re, uh, talking to them and congratulate them you know i'm sure some people like nah whatever i'll figure out like they may feel like there's some kind of tension there or they might just have like a chip on their shoulder but I'm pretty sure most people appreciate good criticism, and if you're willing to help them get there, that's that's awesome. And I mean, it it would cost you what nothing, Jenny. Just uh, you know, some some of your time, but yeah, pays off like, dividends. Some people that were like, "Wow, you're throwing like really hard during that game. Like, how do you get that?" And I'm like, "Oh, I put my body into it more." And I was like, "If you want to, you can throw a couple of balls, and I can give you some pointers as to where I think you should like work on your stance or something." And I I did that uh, during the round. I was like, oh, yeah, like, um, so one of my friends that was playing on stealth mode that's from Ohio, we have, we try and do like a weekly practice and I'll literally have her and I'll be like, okay, throw a couple of balls at the wall. Let's work on your form. Let's work on this and like how you can get better. Um, And like trying to teach her how when you're faking, like what makes a more convincing fake and stuff like that. I think I caught myself at one point saying, because uh, I, I guess since I was watching so much, I was like, "Hey, I probably shouldn't be telling you this because it's round robin." But like, if you do this and this, and they're like, "Oh, thanks," I was like, 
no problem. <laughs> it's like you can't this use it against me now. Us. <laughs> no, you can't yeah. use it against us. Like, next time, because gonna... <laughs> I think at one point actually there was a newer team. Um, so this is when I actually was still playing. I someone hit me or I blocked the ball into myself. I went straight up. I looked up and I waited for it. I actually followed it around. And the whole time I was thinking, when am I going to get sniped? When am I going to get sniped? And it didn't happen. And I caught it. And afterwards, I was like, don't ever let that happen to me again. <laughs> it's like, someone was like, snipe me next time. <laughs> and it was just so funny. <laughs> but he's like, I mean, then my most like newer players don't know that you can, you know, when you're newer, you just watch the ball and you're like, is she going to catch it instead of thinking aggressively? But yeah. Take that person out now. Like this is a perfect yeah. setup. Don't be nice. Don't watch the catch. <laughs> Don't get this. Um, let's talk, let's talk about your your match with stealth mode since we're kind of on this on that subject. Mm -hmm. um, Ashley, is there anything that you can remember from just going into no sting bracket play against them? It looks like you guys faced off, and it was four to hashtag. What, what is that? <laughs> um, four o. Oh. oh four o. Oh. Oh. <laughs> who, who does the zero with the little slash mark? It's a trend. For love. Oh, jeez. Call it tennis. For love. Yeah, so I think we were a little nervous going in a bracket. Uh, my team in general, were, they were nervous about going to bracket play or continuing the day without me being loud in the corner. <laughs> um, but like I said, they really stepped it up, and I'm really proud of them. So that's, that first game was where they um, – you know, felt their chemistry because we were actually kind of tweaking some of our court positions this round um, since we have a couple new people and different styles this season. Um, so then, you know, me stepping out gave me an opportunity to really look at that and people really fell into the new positions and um, the chemistry started to click for us, I think, in the no-sting no bracket. Would you say um, no-sting is, well, I guess we kind of talked about that earlier, but no-sting is for sure your ball versus foam, that's fair to say? For me personally, yeah, I like foam better. Oh my! God. But I think I have a harder snow sting throw. I'm not sure. I'm really like indecisive. If you put if you threw eight point five in there, then I'd pick eight point five. <laughs> okay, I mean was, at least at least answer that correctly, just because <laughs> Arizona will disown you if you say otherwise. Um, <laughs> well, how about um, how about the match? Because I, because I, I actually wanted to squeeze in one more match that we wanted to to throw in. But um, before we do that, Royale versus Foam. So, uh, ah, oh my gosh, <laughs> Royale versus versus Fen Venom in No Sting. I don't nowhere in there was there Foam. Sorry. Oh, that one was. I was also watching on the sideline. It was actually a really good good match. Like it was. I, like my heart was in my throat. But um, in Royale beat us four to two. Obviously, they're an experienced team and they play together and and they're very smart. Um, but they, there were some really, really close games where I was just like, either side is taking it and it'd be like four V two. And all of a sudden it's like two V one. It's like, how'd that happen? Then one V one. And it's just like, again, it was the long games. <laughs> Constant exchange. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I can easily say, um, Venom had my number. I don't think I did a single thing. Hmm. In the semifinal, I was like picked off first every single game. Um, like we played, six, I had a, and I think I, I only think three. Happened. I was like, poor Jenny. Yeah. And I was actually like, I went to my team afterwards. I was like, thank you for letting me get to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, just thank you for doing all the work. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was like, for Christ's sake! And there, there'd be times where 
I would um, like, so Venom play quite aggressively and if they get ball control, um, they'll like usually like give it one and then get it back. And I noticed that at the beginning, if I didn't have a ball, you guys would pick on me <laughs> and try and get me off first. And then I'd like be able to dodge one or two. And then we'd still only have two balls on our side. And then it was the next throw would come and one would go like to the right slightly out and the other one would go in a different spot and it would just catch me. And I'm like, oh. And the one time <laughs> I was in and survived it and I had a ball in my hand, we went in for the huddle and then Emma um, on, that plays on their left corner just mm -hmm. threw and sniped it. And whilst we were in the huddle, pinged me right on the tip of my toe. And I was like, the one time I have a ball <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> the one time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it just came down to like all the games were really close, but I think it just came down to um, like us being able to play, like we're used to playing together and being able to communicate really well. Um, but they mm -hmm. did give us um, a run for our money in some of those games because you can see that they took yeah, the, the last game, the last game, the one that that you won to make it four to two when we were at, when we were down three to two. I think it came down to Emma and Michelle at the end. Like yeah. that's the one that was dwindling. Like there's three on your side. There's two on our side. Now there's two. Now there's one. Now there's one. So it was that one was just Emma and Michelle, like trying to be like Emma thinking, don't catch me. And Michelle was like, don't snipe me. I'm going to reach for a catch. And it was like just waiting back and forth to see what would happen. And finally, um, I think Michelle threw, she was like right up at the line and uh, Emma threw it at her while she was sitting on the ground. And it, somehow she caught it. I don't know how, I think and she that was it. I can't even be mad at it. She was on the ground and she caught yeah. it. And I was like, I can't even, I was like, I was like, it's okay. What can you do? It's Michelle. Oh, <laughs> bravo. bravo. <laughs> so I was like, not even mad, not even mad at this, just more impressed. But what can you do when that happens? Just, yeah. just Only mad a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny though. I might use that for the opening blooper just the one time. <laughs> <laughs> I just I get that frustration like anybody that's ever been there you're like just give me a ball because I'm getting just destroyed I can't play I'm spending the whole day in the queue and you finally get set up you're like the one freaking time I had a chance to actually do something <laughs> somebody took me out somebody came up to me on the sidelines and was like are you are you injured are you only playing with five people because every time I look there's only five people and you're always off and I was like yeah, I know. I'm getting You're like, shut up. I haven't just... done anything. All six games. I don't think I did. I think I threw the ball once and it was like, oh, my hands wet. It just went, Poof. I'm like, oh. It's just rub salt in the wound. You're like, are you even yeah. playing, Jenny? Like, are you hurt? And like, my pride is maybe, but just from saying that. <laughs> it, nothing. <laughs> well, I do want to talk about the match is obviously the championship. Um, but before that, um, just a chance to talk about precision a little bit more. Um, Ashley, since your team went in there against precision mm -hmm. for the third place round and looks like, um, you know, this was really nice handwriting, but I don't know what I'm looking at. I want to say two to five. That's not possible. Two, two to, to four. Two to four. Okay. Somebody's precision. No. Okay. I see the four now. It looks like, okay. Anyway. So what was, what was that like? Um, watching those two um, teams play? Um, again, it was a hard-fought match. Um, I think we had a play right after we had just played Royale. Um, and it, it, it took, some of those matches took uh, a long, a long time. Um, but again, Precision was just 
getting really good counters and they kept that theme going. And, you know, sometimes you would stop it. Sometimes you would counter it ahead of time or get some pump fakes in there to get an extra ball to then try to have ball control. Um, I think our main weakness that day was just accuracy. We'd have ball control actually a lot of times where we effectively would use a pump fake and get four or five balls, have the advantage and then throw three and all of them would miss. (laughs) So that was one of our biggest, um, just like, yeah, one of our our biggest downfalls that that day, um, I would say, but, um, so, you know, when you have a team that was accurately sniping, uh, against us, who was just not getting the hits that we wanted, um, they were able to take that, that from us. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm, really curious to see like how they go into round three and then also just what happens with your team again hopefully your injury isn't isn't going to take too much of a recovery time but just seeing like what a full venom will look like uh because it looks like you guys stepped up I, I think you guys got knocked out by devil's advocate last round like right away well not i mean three to four but yeah our downfall advanced. that round was i think the we if if you remember from last season a lot of the times we would do well because we'd get knocked out in in the winner's bracket go down to the second chance bracket and um just our mentality would change we'd kick it into high gear whereas in the best of seven um we had you had to keep your head in high gear and at that point most people would say you know if you're down 3-0 how do we get back from this you know and it's kind of hard to mentally um so that's something that we had to work on and and we did a lot better at this round is you know, it's not over till it's over, kind of just really encouraging each other to keep our heads up and not worry about the score, just try to get the next match. Nice. Yeah, just uh, not mentally writing you guys off, like, no, we're still in it, we can still fight for this and right. not let the momentum completely go out of your hands. Right. Very cool. Well, let's talk about the the final match, um, what I almost saw. Again, thank you, Alfred, for trying, but uh, <laughs> two, two to four, um, Royale, you guys won. Uh, obviously, no sing is more more your game. But uh, what what were your like your highlight moments from that, uh, Jenny? That you can recall. Um, so this one especially. So it's four two. Um, the first four games, it was kind of they got a point, then we got a point, and then I think we got another one, and then they came back and tied it up. Um, so I know that going into it, we do exactly what um, Ashley was just talking about: is that every game is a reset. Um, score zero zero like it's a new game we we made a joke that we're like same team guys same team and there's only six of us playing like like reset same team like same team (laughs) on the court guys same team nice um but it's like going into it and i know like after playing that fourth game i was like here we go it's going to be another like up to the game seven um and we were playing uh it was the fifth game we were playing and I feel like this is where there was things that on our team that we had improved even more from, from round one. And we just made some big plays that really swung the game um, in our direction. Um, so for example, like in the fifth game, I know that we had a scenario where um, they had picked off um, Sammy on a corner and then I stepped in the corner and they picked off Michelle and they picked off Megan. And then, so they still had everybody on the team that was on the court and they had six players on their side. We had three. And then unfortunately during that play, we had lost majority of the balls. And I think it was just Alice was in the corner and she had one ball. So we went, okay, like going into this, like just got to get ready. They had five balls, six players in. And when they went to throw, they threw 
threw up Mackenzie and Mackenzie made a huge catch that brought someone in. And right after she caught hers, Marcy threw at me and I caught Marcy. Yeah. So it went from, I do remember this one. Yeah. It went from a six V three to a five V three. And then um, I made a snipe. And so it went down to a five V two that was in our favor. And that was within, I think it was like 30 seconds um, that the game had turned around like that. And then um, we played it um, really well and then just ended on a catch and won that fifth game. So going into the next one, we were pumped up because we're like, oh, great, we've just had this really good turnaround um, of this game. Like we're now in the lead again. Um, we're like, okay, reset ourselves, have a new game, um, like score zero, zero, same team, same team. Um, and then the start of the sixth one, um, we were starting and we knew that our, our biggest threat was Savannah in the middle and Marcy on the right. Um, and then the other ones, like, we can pick off in the middle. And they started with burdens. So, like, okay, how can we do this? How can we do this? And Savannah threw a really hard ball. And I just managed to catch it right in my elbow. And it, she threw it so hard that it, like, brought me out on momentum. And I was like, yes! <laughs> when I got a cut, I started it off. And that was something that really swung in our favor. So we managed to close out. Um, I think it was the last game. It was... There was three of us left on the course, myself, um, Mackenzie. Oh, Mackenzie made another cl clutch catch during that um, game two that swung the game round to where we were leading three um, and two on their side. And then when we went up to throw, um, oh, I was saying like, oh, Alice, you guys throw um, on the left. I think it was either Stephanie or Marie that was left. And Alice had gotten her. And at the same time, Tasha had tried to snipe. Um, so Tasha on Clash side tried to snipe Alice. So I went for Tasha and we both pinged them at the exact same time. And then that was the end of the game. And we were both like, oh, we just won. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a pause right after those plays happened because I, I heard touche, touche. And then I heard, and there was a pause and then everyone just screamed. Nice. <laughs> we're like, oh my God, I didn't have to go to game seven. <laughs> we just won. <laughs> That's but awesome. I think it was, it was that after playing those four games where it's like, okay, like pretty even, um, like coming through, like they would pick us off, we pick them off. And then I think that huge momentum swing during the fifth game really brought us through to that last game that we played. And then we were able to finish it out and claim first prize again. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, just um, that, that huge clutch catch followed by an immediate catch, like that, that's so devastating because I, I don't know what happens, like if there's a, like a psychological thing that happens like you say say i was on the team that threw that catch and then i see somebody coming in i'm like oh crap panic 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 and you throw without really kind of resetting and yourself and then you get caught you yeah get that's caught. the worst feeling yeah you're just like oh no i just made this so much worse yeah but i, like I just, literally went from they had everybody left in to then they had lost half of their team <laughs> just like that too like that's that's hard to recover from um yeah like they were playing really well um but I think we just were able to pull out, um, I call them hero moments. Um, there's sometimes like people try to be the hero and it doesn't work for them, but it was just those moments of like, I'm stuck in this situation, she's going for me. I'm like, what can I do? What can I, I don't have any ball to protect myself. Um, and I think it was every time that they had like six balls or five balls, um, we were able to come out on the better end of it. Um, 
So like we'd either get a catch or they wouldn't hit any of us. Um, so I think that was also the factor of that we were hitting our targets and then maybe they were getting tired from the nose sting. Um, and then so we were able to captivate on it. But Clash always puts up a really good fight. Actually, speaking of clutch catches, I forgot to say um, another big thing that happened um, during our game against Precision for third place. I forget her name, and I feel so bad. Um, Jenny, do you know she's she came with Cassie from Ohio? Oh, do you mean is the blonde one with the Trish? Is it Trish? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have her on face. No, I don't. <laughs> I can't remember. She made three catches in a row. Like, literally, um, yeah, like, two or three catches in a row where, like, the, the, the right corner, once someone threw to try to snipe her because she had just thrown it, she caught it. And then the next girl was like, she did it again, she threw, and one of my girls would throw it, she caught it. I was like, that's it, guys. Why are we trying to be heroes? Why are we trying to, like, it, it, I was frustrated. It was, like, awesome for her because those are really good catches. But, at, like, being on the team that threw the catches, I was so frustrated with my team. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, maybe we should probably leave this person alone. Yeah, it happens with, you see that, oh, pardon me, I just burped. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see that a lot on, uh, especially some of the open teams. Like, I know when I was playing open before, um, that it'd be like, somebody would go and throw and they catch it and somebody else would be like, oh, well, I'm going to hit them out this time. And then they throw and then they get caught again and somebody's like, well, I'm going to definitely hit them out this time. <laughs> and you're like, stop throwing <laughs> You're like, there's more lucky catches. They're a catcher. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, once I get in the momentum. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, if I remember her, but sometimes when that happens, like, you want to stop picking on that person? Like, how many of us need to get out before you take the hint? Yeah. <laughs> Not the person to hit. Um, Trish. Uh, from, I'm looking at their page right now. Um, quick question. Did, did Samantha, she's on that team, right, Girardi? Yes. Did she wear her crazy... Um, she didn't do it this time out because no. last time she was wearing her mouthpiece because she had just had like dental work or something and she was afraid. Of, yeah, but I don't think she wore it this time because I think I was looking for it. <laughs> it was just ridiculous to be across the court from what looked like a pacifier. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, the, I remember that round one. <laughs> yeah, she needs. I know you were saying that you don't want to cover coed, but I have to give Sam Girardi the biggest shout out. For um, it was co-ed. I think it was um, it was the final eight, and she, they were playing night shift to get into the final four. And they were at game seven. Um, it was just her, and it was Sam Jones on one side and Frank uh, Frankie Giannetto on the other side. Um, and she went up to throw. And she like threw one, Frankie blocked it, threw another at him. Sam Jones is rushing, Frankie's rushing. He throws at her, misses, and she falls down in the process. And Sam Jones pumps, throws it again, and she just makes the biggest catch. And I think that Elite actually posted um, something on like one of their social medias um, of that catch. And so she does this huge catch that while she's on the floor, brings in, I think it's Tyler Triple, and he rushes instantly and gets Frankie um, whilst he's running to the back line. And then that got them into the final four. And she was, I would hands down say, she was the reason why Impact finished fourth place. Nice. And that match. And oh, it was so good. I think my mouth, my jaw just dropped for a solid minute. 
I was like, oh, oh my God. Because <laughs> it's just one of those, they were so close games. Every game was like down to the final couple of people. Um, and when it was in that situation, like I hate thinking it, but I was like, oh, I think that night shift might come out on top. Um, and it was when she threw away that second ball and she didn't have anything. I was like, Sam, you got to pull something out of the bag. And she pulled it. <laughs> but that was a huge catch. So a huge shout out to her. So the reason why I bring her up is because on the off chance we can't cover co-ed. It's not that I don't want to. It's just, um, yeah, uh, reasons. Mostly I want to focus on open and women's. If I can get those two, I'm a happy person. And I think co-ed can be like the next priority. But um, yeah, somebody, I don't know if it was you, because your, your shout out seemed to echo what was written on the type form survey. So was that you? By chance? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. Be, but everyone saw it and everyone knew. <laughs> that's that's really cool because uh, this person, I guess, did did so anonymously, and they they pretty much almost verbatim um, mentioned what you did. So I was gonna shout that out during the open uh, recap as well, in case we don't do coed, just because um, if anybody's gonna take advantage of that that survey thing, then I will absolutely shout people out. But um, there was also another thing I just wanted to say about co-ed was that, especially the women, I feel like all the women in co-ed played, um, I think this is the best round that women have played in co-ed. There was multiple games where, um, so I know where it was Woke versus um, Hello. So that was a tough game. It went to, it went to um, game, was it game seven, I think it went to. But one of the games, Megan Fricker closed out the game with a catch. Um, and then some of the games that, um, so I played with zero and we finished second uh, in co-ed and some of the games, I think I'd closed out one of them, but Sandy Stewart, she couldn't come out to play on precision um, for this round. She couldn't do the Saturday, but she could come and play co-ed. And there was a couple of games where she turned around the game for us. Um, and I saw that on numerous teams where you would get into the huddle and somebody would say like, oh, who should we go for? Who should we watch out? And I'm like, this girl's bringing it. Like, you've got to watch out on her. There's no girl that you can sleep on. Um, so it's really good to see um, just how much, like, I feel like women's roles. Right, women are being included versus just being the target or like the stay back and catch. <laughs> yeah, because I know that going into it, um, Kill the Comp, they wanted to find two girls for the, so they could do open nosting. And somebody at the beginning was like, oh, they would have just found two girls. They don't care about the girls or whatnot. But Rebecca Dial um, played with them. And she was, when they have a fourth ball, they would have all their guys on the court and they would give her the ball and she would like come up with them and everything. And um, both of their girls were doing really well. Nice. Um, so it was nice to see that. I just wanted to say that because I know that there wouldn't be like a co-ed cover. Um, but just shout out to all the ladies. Well, let, let's talk offline. Maybe maybe we can yeah. <laughs> maybe we can make one happen because it's uh it's it's definitely if I have the people willing to do it, then if we can if the schedules allow, I will absolutely be down to do so. So yeah, we can definitely talk offline and, and maybe we can get a, a quick co-ed recap as well. But um, in the interest of wrapping this one up, um, and also thank you for that by the way. Just yeah, I, I mean I definitely <laughs> do appreciate any and all shoutouts. Um, and, and I'll talk about more of the type form thing and the reason behind it after after we wrap up. But that that's honestly what like I want out of like eighty percent of these recaps is just to talk about 
the deeds done of the players and the teams because uh, that's I, I feel like that's part of why we all listen like hey did I do anything cool enough to get mentioned and it's it's a lot to ask of of you guys to to try to recap everything and I know that perspective is is very limited plus it's really hard just to remember as a player being there like what happened like that day because um, it, it could be a blur but um, I did want to say thank you so much for for filling in for Amanda and, and Emily and I know they are the ones that was like kind of like my go-to in the previous recaps but um yeah, just kind of talking to you, Ashley, offline a little bit. Like, I've been, been dying to get you on here. And then um, after talking to you, Jenny, and just the fact that you're like, I'm going to take notes, it's like, oh, my God, this is exciting. So it's uh, – <laughs> yeah. I, I get like, nerd. Yeah. I yeah. literally was like part of it after I got injured. I was like uh, – people were like, you need to rest. You should go home. I was like, no, I'm doing the podcast. I'm going to watch. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad I took the camera out because I got this huge screen on my face. But <laughs> anyway <laughs> – um, it's going to be really cool when, when they come back. Cause I think the four of you guys can really do some damage, but, um, I do want to talk about real quick, just the, the typical, um, so, so going back to, I think, yeah, Brenda was saying that some people are calling this like the year of the catch, like 2019 is like, if there's like a theme. And so one thing I wanted to ask, and we can start with you, Ashley, um, what would you consider this the year of like, what's 2019 for looking back? Like this was the year of the film, the blank. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just going to draw it to jerseys because this is round two. Everyone had like brand new jerseys with like buildings from their hometown. So it kind of became like a map with the jerseys. Hmm. And, and also like, well, we did it with our jerseys too. We put the, our name and number like vertical. And I saw a lot of that this, this round two. And I was like, oh, so we're all just going in the same theme of, of, of things like design. <laughs> but I kind of like, like every... <laughs> <laughs> but like I kind of like that um that I, I kind of like the whole like city buildings or what's the main skyline of your city kind of like because it's just like oh now I know where you're from or that's what it looks like where you're from it's kind of corny but <laughs> no it's, it's definitely pretty cool and I like this shameless plug I used that when um when I asked Lucas to to draw my new uh banner um I asked him to put a, like a building from each major city as part of like this massive skyline that encompasses all of the dodgeball regions and uh i like it too so i'm, I'm a huge sucker for for skylines so i, I love that so you would say the, right now 2019 is like the year of the jersey kind of just like the the improvements and more finer details into them yeah and kbs is killing it with the jersey designs that they are they're definitely doing some awesome work um and I really like just like the group buys too, like just people throwing opportunities to buy jerseys too. Um, it's really awesome seeing that. This is where everyone yeah. does their plug in. You're like, oh, Boreal jerseys available. Also, by the way, our marketplace is open if you want a Venom jersey. Because Steve, I'm pretty sure you mentioned that you liked our logo, and I have yet to see you in a Venom outfit. So, <laughs> so I still have the sticker you gave me. <laughs> I do have the sticker. I did give you a sticker. I did give you a sticker. <laughs> Yeah, if I was if I was rich, I would probably own pretty much all the jerseys except for Rainbows because Koiv wore that, and I don't want to associate with that guy. <laughs> um, so, such <laughs> huge huge tangent there. Um, so Jenny, what would, what would you consider this the year of? Um, I might piggyback off of Brenda and Alyssa, and because when I heard that on that podcast, I was like, oh, like oh yeah, I started noticing that more, but. Definitely, especially in the women's division, I felt like the catches were big things that swayed games and like different and like different teams' favors. And like we were saying that I know one of the games between Venom 
um, and precision. It was like, oh, Alex made a catch and it just kept the games going for longer. And I know especially in um, Open 2 and the men's divisions, there was, you heard all of the, oh! Yeah. <laughs> there was one that I remember I was, it was in between our phone game um, or when the phone division was meant to start, I was actually watching some of the showdown and it was like TJ uh, Manning versus Matt Levine. And there was just some catches that were from like four feet away. And it was just wild, <laughs> but I would piggyback off of them and say, I think it is going to become the year of the catch. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you just talked about the, the quick, um, catch followed up by what was it McKenzie I think you said yeah Mackenzie caught yeah, one and then I caught one right after her yeah and it's you know it's we, we talked about like how okay like you shouldn't let the momentum get the best of you you got to dig deep and, and and try to still fight because you're still in the game but when something like that happens it's really hard to just get that momentum back and and not lose that from the opposing team that just took out two of your players mm-hmm. and brought two in more so it's uh catches are for some reason, dodgeball, one of the biggest things to help you win is catching. So go figure. Um, yeah. Dallas catches. Dodging. Catches. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go into final question, and that is uh, the the team pizza versus team taco. And uh, unless I'm mistaken, Jenny, you're, you're, you answered team taco last time, so you, I guess you kind of have to stick with that. Oh, definitely. Yep. Team taco for life. For life, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you, Ashley? What would, what would you be? I was- Born eating tacos. Yeah. I'm Mexican. Come on. I love tacos. Like so much so that I don't get really good tacos out here in New York. I still have to find like a really good spot. I found decent places, but I went back. um, I was in Mexico training with some of the girls down there last month. And the day I landed, I had tacos three times that day. (laughs) (laughs) I just had this image of you like walking off the plane with tacos in hand, just like wasting no time. Got off. They were like, "Hey, we're we're running kind of late, and we're in traffic." I was like, "Say no more." Pulled into the restaurant. I was like, "Give me three of these." Like, <laughs> I need three of these now, please. That's and awesome. then they picked me up, and they're like, "What do you want to eat for lunch?" I was like, "Tacos." What do you want for dinner? Tacos. <laughs> Just do you even have to ask you this point? Tacos, please. Uh, do you like hard shell or soft shell more? Um. Well, the whole hard shell thing is not really a Mexican thing. So, like, we like fresh tortillas and so i guess you would say soft shell here um they're my favorite just eat it better because like when you get when you have a little bit extra tortilla and you got some meat on the plate so you gotta scoop it up with a tortilla this is how mexicans eat by the way (laughs) what if you took a pizza and folded it like a taco would you would you would that sway you into it is not the same texture Uh, it's worth trying worth a try it's just (laughs) because sean anderson is so he's such a troll i just i want to win this this matchup against him just for that reason just so i could stake it to him like ha your precious team taco lost also pineapples and tacos i think would be less of a debate than the whole pineapple on pizza thing so if more people like pineapples and tacos because of alpha store tacos then that automatically automatically makes tacos better in my opinion pineapple and pizza no just no not i'm not going there nope (laughs) (laughs) not not fine for that um well i think that's all I, i got um all jokes aside, um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think we'll just go ahead and end the interview there. All right, so that was a recap of the Elite Dodgeball East Round 2 Women's Division Tournament that took place uh, this past Saturday, May 18th. And huge thank you to uh, Jenny and Ashley for not only being willing to stay up late, 
not only being willing to talk to Oswald with me, but also being so enthusiastic as to actually take notes. Uh, these are the kind of actions that really make the recaps that much better, and I really appreciate you guys for, for being willing to do so. Uh, with respect to the type form surveys that I'm sending out, my intent is to basically make an event-specific one and post it on the event wall each time, so that way players or captains or, or spectators alike can can put in something that they want aired or discussed on the podcast. I'm always asking for feedback. I'm always open to suggestions. But one of the things I really want to try to cover the most is just people's deeds. Like, did so-and-so make an awesome catch or an awesome throw? Because I feel like that's probably 90% of why people listen to these recaps. They want to know what went down, but they also want to see if their awesome play was mentioned. And the best way to help do that is if we were all kind of looking out for each other and be willing to to submit it. And I feel like this might be a good way to capture that. Um, huge congratulations to Royale for taking Nosting and Clash for taking Foam. And also really excited to see just what goes into round three. As I've been saying with East and North, I feel like we're starting to see the teams that are actually going to form the top three and actually show up at nationals and and and, um, and dominate. So, um, also huge thank you to Val for stepping up and being willing to run the women's division in Amanda's absence. That is by no means a an easy thing to do, and I feel like um, those actions are what help us play dodgeball in the first place. So, thank you to everyone that refs. Thank you to everyone that collects brackets, collects scores, and just basically helps elite dodgeball continue. Otherwise, there'd be nothing to podcast about. We'd have nothing to play, and uh, we'd all be very sad. But anyway, um, I think that's all I have to say. I mean, I could probably talk for hours. Uh, coffee's finally kicking in at 9.30 p.m. But, um, oh, thank you, Dominic, for sending me uh, brackets. I really appreciate that, man. Again, anybody that's willing to send me stuff for the podcast, I, I cannot thank you enough. So thank you. Have a great rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. So closing, <clears throat> let me actually set myself up for success here. Um, well, we just have to say congratulations to two people. <clears throat> okay, closing in, I don't know where I am. <laughs>